Welcome to Know Your Berkshires. My name is Ed Berniski from Civitan. Uh, Pat Gable is normally your host, but uh, he's, he's away on vacation, so Pat, have fun. Uh, today, we are very lucky, so don't turn your dial, to have a guy named David, uh, which I'll tell you in a minute, about trains. Um, he has numerous trains. He's been on the show before, and very, very interested, uh, the public is, regarding these trains. And so he's bought a lot today. So, David, welcome. Thank you. Why don't you do this? Why don't you tell the audience about yourself? How's that? Uh, my name is uh, Dave Hover. I uh, li lived in Pittsfield, Mass. for 50 years. Been on the Civitan Club two other times. So this would be actually the third time. Was a volunteer a long time ago at the Community Access TV station here, oh. back when it was on 4th Street. Wow. That's a long time ago. Yeah, back when they had to have uh, three people per camera at the, at the city hall there. Oh, wow. And that was some very interesting times. I'm sure it was. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, so tell us how you get started into the well, into got, this project, I this got, hobby. I got started into it by my father and great uncle. They were both railroad employees. And actually, my father worked part-time at England Brothers, building the uh, the train displays for Christmas, especially the layout, he got the, the two train layouts they had up there. And on my on my train layout, I have a lot of the old Tyco and Mantua freight and passenger cars that came from England Brothers, still to this day. So, how many trains would you guess that you had? Or you, or you probably know that you have. I would say it's probably close to a few thousand. A few thousand, yeah. I wow. I could not give you an estimated head count unless if I uh, really had the had the true numbers in front of me. Yeah. I still got to update my my locomotive roster because a lot of stuff got retired and yeah. decommissioned and replaced the new stuff. So tell us about what's in front of you there. Um, it looks oh, like um, okay. there's a train there. Yeah, um, this uh, this locomotive, the steam locomotive. If I could get someone to zoom in here. Yeah, they will shortly. Yeah, so it's a steam locomotive. It's uh, the world's largest steam locomotive. It was made for the Union Pacific. It was called the Big Boy. It's a 4884. Wow. Oh, there they go. There you go. And uh, the, there's presently, to give you a good laugh, one of these locomotives was restored into full operation. Mm. It's a, they use it for, for the, you know, a public tool to teach railroad safety. These engines were bought by the Union Pacific during the beginning of the Second World War, and they pulled the uh, the troop trains, the material trains with the tanks and ar the armory and stuff, like the ammunition. And uh, there's a handful of these big boys left 
but they took one out of store, out of uh, public display, out of a park in California, brought it back to their shops. I don't, I forgot exactly where the shops were, but they re where they kept their Challenger and uh, the Northern and a couple other steam locomotives. But they brought back the UP Big Boy. And there's video on YouTube. If you go and do a search on YouTube, type in Union Pacific Big Boy. There's a lot of videos, including the ones showing. This engine being, one of these engines being restored. There's uh, one in uh, Steamtown down in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Back when I was a kid, Steamtown used to be outside of Bellows Falls, Vermont. And I've actually been in the cab of the one that was at Steamtown. They had it open to the public. You could just climb up and look. And uh, the other thing I wanted to show everybody now, the last time I hit, when I was here, I had a picture of uh, two New Haven freights passing on the Maybrook line. I have a picture right here next to me and kind of behind the big boy, if I could get a zoom in. And the history about the uh, steam locomotive in this picture, I guess someone's having a little problem with the, uh, oh, the joystick with the camera there. There they go. There they go. That is what we call an A1 Berkshire. And uh, there was a whole bunch of Berkshires made for different railroads. And this one was, there was a fleet of them. They had this version and then the sports model, which was not with the fancy uh, hot wa the feed water tank on the top. And uh, the first A1 was tested on the hills of right here in Berkshire County. Hmm. And they got the, the name the Berkshire. Now there's... A, hand, a handful of them still left, but only from the nickel plate and the pure maquette. And if anybody ever seen the, I can't think of the name of that, that Christmas movie, the one Tom Hanks was in with the, uh, with the with the train there, and he played a conductor. I can't think of the name. It'll come to me later. I'm sure it will. See. I'm sure it will. <laughs> but there's, uh, there's two in operation and one that's going to possibly be restored. We have the pure maquette 1225, which is still in operation. The Nickel Plate Road 765, those are the only two in operation. The ones that are not in operation are the 779, which was in uh, Strasburg, Pennsylvania, at the Railroad Museum of Pennsylvania, ran by the state of Pennsylvania. And the other is the 759, which is permanently dead because of an incident involving the Delaware and Hudson Railroad forgot to drain the boiler and the tubes where the water would go in to make the steam to make the locomotive turn. The roundhouse was not heated. And the locomotive wound up all the flues, which are the little pipes that connect in with the boiler, basically cracked and split. The engine was rendered useless to never run again. Yeah. But... The people at Steamtown are thinking possibility of trying to restore the 759. I actually have a picture of it hanging in my uh, hallway in my second floor apartment, but I have a model of the 759 Berkshire. Oh, okay. Why don't we go to some video here? Yeah, well, yeah why don't we look and tell us what's going on here? Okay, this, the, uh, the last time, if anybody remembers, the video that was taken... Back at, from the last show, there was only one track on the branch line. The branch line went to two-track main line. On my railroad, it's now five tracks wide. I have two freight trains running side by side. I gave uh, the Peter, uh, Peter there, the camera guy, yeah. one, one great 
uh, showboat and seeing right, both trains running side by side. I have Delaware and Hudson and Conrail power on one, one of the trains because I, I have a pair of engines that were made by a friend of mine, Harry McGinnis, unfortunately passed many years ago, and it was an RS3U. Basically, it's an RS3 Elko road switcher with a low nose. If we can go back, uh, if we could go back to the video, it took me six months to plan this whole entire thing to get this this upper section better than what it was. Wow, so six months. Now, for, for the viewers, I'm assuming that this is, is in your house somewhere. Is that true? In the basement. In the basement. All right. And to give people a heads up, if you read the Berkshire Eagle, I'm one of the few rail fans that actually submit photos to the Berkshire Eagle, both trains and wildlife fo photos there. All right. Wow. Yeah. So, so it took you six months to, to, to construct to re it? redo the upper loop. Originally, yep. it was a branch line. I had some issues with what was going on with it, which I can't discuss. That's no, all right. Because yeah. it would be too technical to even explain it. Now, I want to show you guys something. If, I, if we can get a zoom in on the locomotives here. Right, but right I got here. Sure. I got two engines representing not just law enforcement, but the first responders. All right. So and, let's, uh, let's see if we can right, zoom on this right here. These two yep. right here. Yep. One of them, actually, I got video of both of them in operation one winter night up in Hinsdale, which is on my YouTube channel. Then I got this one numerous of times going through Pittsfield, the, uh, the police heritage unit that CSX did. This, this one was dedicated for law enforcement. The second one is the 911 locomotive, which was dedicated to the first responders in the fire department. So if anybody from either the Pittsfield Fire or Pittsfield Police are watching, you guys are being represented by these two locomotives from my uh, operations. Wow. And uh, then we have, oh, I got, I got a treat for everybody here. If anybody remembers this, the 1976 Bicentennial, I, do. I brought a treat that everybody that has probably never seen one of a bicentennial painted locomotive uh, right here. Should have been so, careful about the table, but boy, that, if we can get a zoom in here, this locomotive in my hand actually was a uh, was one of the Conrail locomotives. They actually painted out an engine. I've seen pictures and video. Painted this engine out to represent the 1976 bicentennial. And, uh, the Boston and Maine Railroad in Delaware and Hudson did engines and several other class ones back when we had many railroads instead of these mega mergers. And Conrail was formed by six bankrupt railroads that all just went under all at the same time, mostly because of mishandling of money and a famous tropical storm called Agnes that wiped out several Northeast railroads. And uh, one of the oldest but continuous operating railroads is the boss, uh, the Delaware and Hudson, which I modeled that on my railroad. Actually, on the screen right now, I think it's playing for the viewers to see. The bicentennial unit in front of the two Erie Lackawanna locomotives is the Boston and Maine 200. Yeah, there it is, huh? Wow. Yeah. I was trying to do was do a retro seventies thing for for the film crew when they came in. I I, I literally threw everything, including two kitchen sinks and a sto and a uh, safe, to get this scene there. 
Yeah, we want to thank PCVT TV for going out to your house and doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. They... That was really nice of them. And uh, that's a lot of work to edit all this stuff and, and get it here so that we can be showing this on, on, on like 17 yep. minutes. Yep. And I gotta, nice. I gotta say thank you, Peter, for a fine job yep. on the filming. Yeah, it's a little shaky. I, I ain't any better with a camera. I try to use a tripod. Now here's uh, what. We'll go to this video. You'll see there. There was a video just back a little ways, but you'll probably see. You'll see it again. But here's that bicentennial Boston and Maine unit. Well, I yeah. figured I, you know, show some patriotic colors on the on the layout that day. Just. They give some hope to a lot of people with this pandemic going on, which has not helped anybody at all. Yep, I agree. And the Erie Lackawanna, out of all six railroads, were the ones that, one of the six railroads that helped form Conrail. And then when I was a kid in the 70s, there, we used to see Erie Lackawanna, Lehigh Valley, come through here quite a bit on some of the freights because the Maybrook line, which went through Poughkeepsie over the big Poughkeepsie Railroad Bridge, was set on fire on May 8th, 1974. My father was on the on the freight that supposedly caused the fire, but the fire was caused by a Penn Central big shot, one of the executives from the, the Penn Central offices, and he was throwing lit fuses out the back door of the caboose and set the whole deck of the bridge <laughs> from the middle part over to oh. Hudson right in the Poughkeepsie. The bridge was a big blaze. And actually, there's a... There's a website that if you type type in uh, walkway over to Hudson River, they show pictures of the bridge fire when the firemen were up there fighting. They come to find out this the fire equipment was rendered useless. They had pipes up along this bridge. Yeah. So if there was ever a fire, well, when they went to hook the hoses up, forget it. The bridge, the 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 the, 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 the line was gone. Gone. Yeah. Oh wow. If we can go back to the video, I'll show you if, there, if there's anybody that will be watching this show. It's an old New Haven fan. I, I'm actually running a... Oh, here we go. This is the shot that got P Peter, the camera guy, saw fancy tickled. Two trains side by side. This is what I call showboating. and did not have a derailment, thank God. So the two trains here going side by side for the yeah. whole thing. Wow. That that was that I that was just a lucky shot. Now, how many inches is that track separating each other? I'd say about two to three two inches. Two to three inches, yeah. So you don't have much room there. No, yeah. I, I wouldn't attack if I if I was a, a person on that train layout. I wouldn't be standing between the two main line no tracks. Way. <laughs> no way. No um, way. So for our viewers, um, do you have? Um, a train club, and if so, can anybody join? Or? Yeah, but right now everything is on hold because yeah. of the pandemic, and I have a rule that if anybody shows up to see the layout and they're sick, they can't, they cannot step on on the landings or the steps or my porch because I do not want anybody sick in my residence. Oh, I don't blame you. Don't blame you there one bit. So hopefully this pandemic will be over soon, and you're able to do that again. Yeah, I'll tell you something. It's just, it's been a long couple, of, you know, for a long year or so of it, and it's just tiring. Yeah. Now, do you have Facebook? Where yes, I could, do. Could, where people can go look at it. Would you want to tell the people the Facebook? You could look. You go on Facebook, look up Dave Hover. If uh, if someone could pull up the uh, the graphics. And then they can go on there and look at what you have. That'd be great. Yeah, they, they just got to send me a friend request. Oh, there I, you go. I have. Hey, a couple pages. One of them is the Friends of the North or Berkshire Line and the Hoover Railroad. 
Oh, wow, all right. What happened was the last time I was here, I had a sweatshirt and had the hat. The wife literally destroyed it in the washer. <laughs> and uh, there's, a, there's a video of me actually yeah, operating. Yeah, there you that. go. We have, on this layout, we have three walk-around controllers and two stationary. And in, this, in the basement, it looks a little crowded because I'm trying to move stuff around to clean up, and it, it's just been crazy. And I even have a television down there so I can watch TV. I have a police scanner so I can hear what's going on with the trains and anything else. And I have a, ref a small refrigerator with drinks underneath the table. Oh, wow. That's so you spent a lot of time down there. Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. Wow. And, uh, you know, uh, when, I'm, when I'm not working at night, at Mazio's doing dishes. I want to give a, a big hello out to everybody at Mazio's before I forget, and a hello to my wife and other son. I'm sure you spent a lot of time in there, and you and they really uh, helped you out, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, when my youngest son comes back from handover, he actually get, he's somewhat of a help. But my oldest son, which is in the video here, he's actually in the control room with uh, with Carol and Peter. This is actually his first time ever being in a t TV studio. Hmm. So what's the longest distance that you ever went to somewhere to watch a train? Actually, I went out to Arizona for a few months in 1986. Wow. On the, uh, left Pittsfield the day, uh, two days before the big nuclear power plant blew up in Russia. Oh, wow. That was a few years ago. That was in 1986. In 1986, right? And then know. they've had a couple other little incidents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the uh, the farthest north I've ever been to is Old Orchard Beach, Maine. Only saw one train. That was before Amtrak was running up there. Hmm. That was up in up on Pan Am Railways District One. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the train even goes behind the washer and dryer. I see that. So your son David is also involved with this yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah, he comes down and helps me when he feels like it. Oh, that's good. So tell me something. You asked me a question. Well, what is train farming? What is that? Train, train rail fanning. Yeah, tra well, tra train fanning. What is that? It's, it's like, well, I'll I'll put it in real simple terms. Please. It's kind of like, uh, let me get comfortable here. Please do. Rail fanning or train watching, as it's called, is when when you got. One or more people going out and taking home movies and pictures of the trains, which I actually do. And uh, it's kind of like big game hunting. The only difference is you don't go and uh, don't carry guns with you. Yeah. And I, I've been practically all over t taking pictures out in central and western New York. Yep. It's funny as heck. One of my favorite locations is uh, Fonda, New York. I used to camp out trackside right at the subway. Overnight, have the sheriff's department come and give me a heads up when a train was coming before my radio even started talking. Wow, wow. Now, do you have any other hobbies besides uh, well, trains? Well, I, I do photography and video, as I said, oh, really? mainly of trains, wildlife, and I do storm photography. And to give you guys a good laugh, I got struck by lightning this past August while I was sitting in my truck filming that very violent thunderstorm that hit on a wow. Thursday. Wow, wow. Yeah, we've had a lot of thunderstorms here, you know, this past oh, summer. Oh, the year, two years prior to that, we had nothing. Yeah, I know. Why don't we go back? Here we go. Here Here's we go. another video yep. of the Bicentennial Unit with the Erie Lackawanna engines. 
And I want to give uh, special thanks to Daniel Thornton for use of his Erie Lackawanna equipment. He's actually the VP of operations of the club. I actually the, have to be the president. Oh, so there's, all right. So you do have a club, the president and vice yeah. president and all that stuff. Yeah. There's, yep. there's no membership asked, but we do suggest a, a donation. Sure. I mean, all this stuff costs money. I mean, let's face it. On top of the maintenance, yeah, too. It's I know. like I had equipment that my father had that I still had to this day that I've been phasing out because it wouldn't stay running or if it fell apart. I had one engine. I was pulling a freight with a couple other ones similar to this one engine on the front started literally falling apart. It looked like one of those those old beater cars you'd see, you know, the pieces falling out yeah. of underneath. Yeah. This is actually the yard... Now, that's the yard in your cellar. Yep. This wow. is what you'd see when you come down the cellar stairs. Look at the number of cars you and have And the in engines, there. too. And the engines, the cars. It's just amazing what you have. Oh, yeah. And I'm assuming the collection's growing at all times. I mean, I'm sure It's growing to the point I might have to stop buying any more stuff. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a really great hobby, but like anything else, you can go overboard, and I will admit, I, I have gone really. I never would have guessed that, David. I never would have guessed you were overboard in this thing. <laughs> a lot, <laughs> lot, of, lot of the locomotives, like the Conrail yeah. and Penn Central stuff you've seen in this video. There's the, well, here yeah. we go. Here's, there you go. Yeah. Here's a classic New Haven passenger train that you would have seen coming up from Danbury, Connecticut, with, a, with either a pair or three RS3s. Those are old Elko products made in Schenectady, Poland, a Pullman passenger train. And that's on our third track. The story behind that third track was, whoops, that's when I found out I derailed the train. The train derailed by Thornton Junction at the right. time. That's Thornton Junction. Yeah. Uh, there would be more of it, but when I had put the third track in, I was just more in a hurry to get the, the trains back up and running. And look at all the stuff you have. Look at all the houses you have that's, and the buildings that's, you have. That's, not, that's the vice president's stuff. And, and he, but it's still, he, he, it's still in your cellar, though, yeah, right? Yeah. Wow. So we didn't have a whole replica of all the buildings in Berkshire County? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Quite close, huh? Kind of. Yeah, I yeah. see that. We, wow. uh, you know, my, my newest pair of engines that you just seen in the video was a pair of Conrail SD80 Max. I haven't tested them yet. A lot, a lot of the big stuff, I had to test it before putting it on a freight. Mm. Wow. A lot of the Swift cars you see in this the video, the the smaller ones are yep. some of them came from England Brothers. Oh really? Yep. Wow. It's and uh, you know, a lot of this, a lot of this equipment is both old and new. Yeah. The old stuff, if it breaks down to the point I I don't have spare parts, it gets stripped to keep the other stuff running. Yeah. So you do all your own maintenance, I'm assuming. I do, not just for myself, but for other people. If they needed stuff repaired, they can reach me at my cell number, and I'd be more than happy to set up a time. Yep. Or my email address. So someone is out there looking at this, is the train? In, in, as long as they got the parts. If yep. they got the parts, I'm able to fix it. Yep. Are parts hard to come by? For the older stuff, yeah. yes. Yes, I thought. Yeah. Now, if you get, if I can get a zoom in, I'll show you. 
Actually, one of the Delaware and Hudson locomotives. This is one of the oldest continuous operating railroads, 180 years old. Now, a lot of their property is owned by Delaware, uh, by Norfolk Southern, which is one of the yep. big railroads. This engine right here, the, uh, the you one want, where you, my you want to pull it out so people yeah. can see it? There you go. C628, another Schenectady-built product. I actually have two versions of this locomotive. One, This one in Delaware and Hudson. And then this one in uh, Norfolk and Western. I just got this from a friend of mine, Joe Paul, down near Gardner. I'm not going to give his actual location. No, no, no. Sorry. And he's a big model train collector, too. Wow. And, uh, you know, he, he's been passing me stuff along, you know, for a decent price. They helped me retire some of my old junkers that I'm surprised they're still running to this day. Yeah. Wow. And I know. Uh, I know. When I was a kid, uh, my parents for Christmas got me a small train set, and, and we got a f piece of four by eight uh, plywood, and we put tacked it on somehow. I forget exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and it ran pretty good, except that you know when you went to replace it or uh, the parts. I mean, they were yeah. they were hard to come by, and and I just lost interest in it. I think uh, you know. I would have had. I would have brought an, uh, another you know piece with me, a really old piece that was made in New Haven, Connecticut, called the. Uh, an AC Gil AC Gilbert uh, S gauge steam locomotive, but I couldn't find it. I put I packed it away and put it in the closet. Sure. And this this sign it was just featured. If we could pull it up again, that sign right there was funny as heck. I went into Goodwill because I check out the place quite a bit for you know trains and old police scanners, and I found this sign. I grabbed it. All fans welcome. All right. Yeah. Well, that's neat. That is really neat. Yeah, that Peter old. liked that sign, too, yeah. and you know, yeah. the uh, that's that sign hangs right where and the toilet paper above in case if I need something. <laughs> I see that. So believe it or not, we have just over a minute left. Yeah. Maybe you just want to summarize how people can reach you if they have a question and uh, anything else you'd like to say in the last minute. Well, let's see here. And if anybody wants to reach me, they can reach me either by email at caboose1973 at gmail.com. Or they can reach me at my cell, which is 413-464-2196. And uh, you can reach me at Facebook by my fir first and last name. Yep, great. So I want to thank you very much for coming Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, I, I'm here. hoping to come back again next time. Hey, you guys talk come to and Carol. Do a, talk to Carol. The, she's, if she's, you guys she's... come and do another film, and I might just pull the steam equipment out yeah. just for just for good laughs. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. I'm sure our viewers at home really enjoy this because it is so. I mean, you have a, a just a incredible amount of equipment here, and you know, engines and you know, you know we, they actually have music yeah. made to rail for you know, made about railroads and one of the famous. Singers was Boxcar Willie and Johnny Cash yep. did a few railroad tunes. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you very much it was uh, a for pleasure. coming, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. And oh yeah. And thank everyone for tuning in to uh, Know Your Berkshires, and uh, for the Civitan Club. My name is Ed Berniski, and uh, have a great day. Thank you very much.